0: Hi guys, my name is Sarah Balding, and this is my podcast, Faithfully Following. So today we are going to be talking about what it means to have faith like Abraham, and we're going to explore um, how Abraham followed God, A little bit about god's promises and covenant with abraham but really just how abraham lived by faith and faithfully followed god throughout his life and we find this in a couple places we're gonna look at genesis we're also gonna look again at hebrews 11 and also romans 4 but we're gonna pray first before we get into that dear god i just thank you for this day and um that we are able to learn more about you and your word and explore um, how other people had faith and how they followed you so that we can improve our own relationship with you. I just pray that you would give me wisdom today to um, say the right words and to um, just share your message meaningfully and accurately. Um, I pray all of this in Jesus name. Amen. Alright, so the first thing that we're going to do is we're going to look at the covenant of Abraham and God that is displayed throughout Genesis. And if you want to go back and read about Abraham, I encourage you to do so, and this can be found in Genesis 11 through 25. All of those chapters go through Abraham's life, um, his marriage to Sarah, his children, and um, you can get a clear picture of how he lived um, by faith in reading that. But we're just going to look right now at Genesis 15, 4 through 6. And it says, Then the Lord said to him, No, your servant will not be your heir, for you will have a son of your own who will be your heir. Then the Lord took Abraham outside and said to him, Look up into the sky and count the stars if you can. That's how many descendants you will have. And Abraham believed the Lord, and the Lord counted him as righteous because of his faith. So this right here is the key point of Abraham's faith in the life that he led, and I'm going to give a little bit of context on what it's talking about, but just really pay attention to verse 6 that Abraham was counted as righteous because of his faith. And I think a lot of times we think about the Old Testament and we try to ignore it a little bit. Some of us do. And I was intimidated by reading the Old Testament and learning about it for a while because there are some difficult things to handle. And one question that I always had was, well, do the people in the Old Testament get to go to heaven? Because they came before Jesus and so they couldn't put their faith in confidence that Jesus was the Messiah and that his blood redeems us. So how did they get saved? But it makes it clear right here that Abraham was saved by faith. And that is really important to remember. But going a little bit backwards to verses four and five, um, God is talking about this promise that he's making to Abraham. And he makes this promise many times throughout Genesis. He makes it in um, chapter 12, 7, when he says, I will give you this land to your descendants. And that was the land of Canaan. He says in 13, 14, that he promises Abraham land and uncountable descendants. Again, in chapter 15, chapter 17, he makes his official covenant with Abraham and revises it. He in um, chapter 18 promises him a mighty nation and to bless all people through him. And we just continue to see that for the rest of Genesis. I could go on, but God is continuously reminding Abraham of these promises that he has for him. And this is for him to have the land of Canaan that is promised to him and his descendants, and also that he will have innumerable descendants that he will have children and those children will make nations and they will be God's people. And this, if you want to look at the lineages of it, um, Abraham eventually gives birth to a son. Well, Abraham doesn't give birth. We know that. But um, his wife, Sarah, and him have a child, Isaac. And Isaac um, gives birth to Jacob, who gives birth to the 12 tribes of Israel. And Through that, Jesus eventually comes if you go down all the people. And so it was through Abram's faithfulness, we'll get into this later, that we are able to have salvation in God. And so it's so important that we are living by faith and following God because that is how his purposes get fulfilled here. But these promises um, that God was making to Abraham, that he was continuously telling him and showing him throughout his life, were not fulfilled in his life. And instead, he had to live by faith daily, trusting that God would provide, that he would fulfill those promises, even though he couldn't see it or he couldn't believe that it would happen. So we're going to get into all of this now, and we're going to talk more about all of that. And we're going to start in Romans 4, and we're going to look at verses one through three, says Abraham was, humanly speaking, the founder of our Jewish nation. What did he discover about being made right with God? If his good deeds had made him acceptable to God, he would have had something to boast about. But that was not God's way. For the scripture tells us, Abraham believed and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. And this is a direct reference to that Genesis fifteen six verse that we just read that really emphasizes um, in Paul's analysis in his letters to the Romans that Abraham was saved by faith and we're all saved by faith, not our works. And this chapter goes on to say in the end of verse 11 and also verse 12. So Abraham is the spiritual father of those who have faith but have not been circumcised. They are counted as righteous because of their faith. And Abraham is also the spiritual father of those who have been circumcised, but only if they have the same kind of faith that Abraham had before he was circumcised. So this passage is continuing this idea that we're saved by faith, but now it's focusing on the law because in Genesis um, part of the covenant that God revised with Abraham was that Abraham and all his family and his servants, um, would, all of the males would be circumcised. And this was the covenant sign of, um, their relationship with God. And it's talking about this in Romans, because this was a present issue in Rome in this time that Paul is sending this letter to them. Because, people believed that if you followed the law, you would be saved. And that's not the case because he's saying very clearly here that you have to have faith. Even if you are circumcised, even if you're not, your faith is what saves you. And the circumcision happened after Abraham's faith. He was already saved because of his faith in Genesis 15, 6. And this is in Genesis 17, that God revises the covenant with Abraham and his descendants, that they would have to be circumcised as a covenant sign. And I think if you guys want later on, I could go and do a podcast on different covenants. It might have to be a series if that's interesting, because it's a lot more complicated than this. But the point being made here that I want to make is that You're saved by faith, and that's not from your works, and it's not from the law, um, which a part of that was being circumcised, and that's why that's mentioned here. And another verse that goes along with this is in Hebrews 11, it's verse 6. It says, and it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. And I'm gonna say this a million times. And it says this a lot in the Bible because it's so important to remember and that's that we're saved by faith. And so that's why it's just being repeated over and over because God doesn't want us to forget this. That's why it's in his word so much. So then if we go back to Romans four in verse 13, it says clearly God's promise to give the whole earth to Abraham And his descendants was not based on his obedience to God's law, but on a right relationship with God that comes by faith. And we get a little bit more in depth into how this living by faith and having faith in God was for Abraham specifically if we look at Hebrews eleven eight, 8. In these two passages kind of reflect each other which is why I'm just going back and forth and I could sit here and look at all of the verses and references in Genesis that are mentioned in this but I feel like who am I to do a better job than Paul who just has this beautiful analysis of Abraham's life and how he lived so we're going to stick with that in these two passages and so we're going to look at Hebrews eleven eight to see how Abraham did that and how he lived in a right relationship with God it says it was by faith that Abraham obeyed when God called him to leave his home and go to another land that God would give him as his inheritance he went without knowing where he was going Okay, so let's just pause. That was one verse, and we're going to read a couple more. But he went without knowing where he was going? What? Could you just get in your car right now, pray? God tells you to go somewhere, and you just drive there. Full trust, full confidence that he is good and that he's going to take you to the place where you need him to be. You pick up and move your whole life across the country, across the world, if God calls you to. That is living by faith. That is putting your trust in God. Because Abraham was hearing something from God. He's saying, you need to go somewhere else. And Abraham's like, okay, I don't even know where I'm going. But I, I know you, God. And I know that you are good and you're going you're gonna to use me for good. And he went. And he obeyed. And then in verse nine, it says, And even when he reached the land, God promised to him, he lived there by faith, for he was a foreigner living in tents. And so did Isaac and Jacob, who are his descendants, who inherited the same promise. Abraham was confidently looking forward to a city with eternal foundations, a city designed and built by God. And this is talking about the promises that God made to Abraham and his descendants. And when he lived in this foreign land that God has had promised him, it wasn't his. If you go back to Genesis, there was wars over the land and it wasn't just given to Abraham immediately. In fact, God tells Abraham that his descendants are going to get that land, but they're gonna have to fight for it and they're gonna have to battle for it. and it's not going to happen for a long time and it doesn't as we look into is the Israelites' journey. but he is so confident that it will happen because God said it would. And that's how he lives his life because he's he's a foreigner still in this land that God has promised him, but he knows and his descendants knew that one day it would be theirs. Just because God said so. And that confidence is from having faith in God and putting your faith in God. So then, if we go back to Romans 4, verse 18 and 19, we're gonna see a little bit more of Abraham's life. And this is gonna be a bit of a reference to Abraham's child with Sarah, Isaac. It says, Even when there was no reason for hope, Abraham kept hoping, believing that he would become the father of many nations. For God had said to him, that's how many descendants you will have. And Abram's faith did not weaken, even though at about a hundred years of age, he figured his body was as good as dead, and so was Sarah's womb. Okay, this is a little blunt, but it's very true and very honest. Abram was a hundred years old, and Sarah was old too, and God's like, I'm going to give you nations as many as the stars. That's how many descendants you're going to have. And Abram's like, Abram and Sarah both laughed. If you look in Genesis, they're like, we're so old, God. Okay, but I'm not sure about that because we're so old. We can't have kids anymore. And God is like, no, I promise you will. And so they're like, all right, we're going to trust you, God. We're going to put our faith in you because We believe that what you're saying is true. We may not know how it's going to work out. There was no reason for hope, but Abraham kept hoping and God fulfilled that promise. God gave them a son, Isaac, who was birthed exactly when God said he would be birthed and later who had descendants in the Israelites history is exactly as God said it would be in Genesis and all of God's promises were fulfilled and it's because they put their faith in God and they said okay I don't know what it's going to look like I don't know where I'm going I don't there's no reason for hope but I'm going to do it anyways and that's what we're called to do too and then if we look back in Hebrews 11 again switching it up in verse 17 it talks about when get this god tells abraham to kill isaac his one son who he told him that his descendants will be the descendants of the covenant not any of abraham's other sons that he had with other ladies they are not going to be the descendants that are in the covenant with god that will be his people that will lead to jesus christ our messiah and savior no he's saying oh yeah, your son Isaac, your one son. I want you to kill him. That's what God asked him to do, to present him as a sacrifice to God. And Abraham was going to do it. You can read the story in Genesis. It's crazy, but it's all because of his faith. And it says in Hebrews 11, 17, it was by faith that Abraham offered Isaac as a sacrifice when God was testing him. Abraham, who had received God's promises, ready to sacrifice his only son, Isaac. Even though God had told him, Isaac is the son through whom your descendants will be counted. Abraham reasoned that if Isaac died, God was able to bring him back to life again. And in a sense, Abraham did receive his son back from the dead. This is so crazy, guys. I don't think Many people have faith as strong as this, to be willing to sacrifice your own son, period, if God is asking you to do that, um, which he told him to stop and Angel came and said, wait, you don't have to sacrifice your son because you have proven that your faith is strong. So to be clear, Abraham did not kill his son Isaac, but to be willing to trust that the Lord would bring him back to life God was able, that God was able. That is such a powerful thing. And that is what we have to believe every single day. When you're faced with something that seems impossible, a situation that seems impossible, God's telling you to do something that seems impossible. You have to remember that God is able. He's God of the universe. He's so powerful. He's so sovereign. He's so good. He can do anything. And when you believe that, you're going to see really cool things happen because that's living by faith and that's having faith like Abraham. That's hoping when there's no reason to hope and that's having confidence that God is able to even bring someone back from the dead. Romans 4 20 um, through 25, I'm just going to push through this and then we're going to talk about it and it's just so good okay i'm so excited it says abraham never wavered in believing god's promise in fact his faith grew stronger and in that he brought glory to god pause when you believe in god and you don't waver through trials through suffering your faith will grow stronger that's endurance we've talked about that it's in james Um, it's all across the Bible that trials produce stronger faith and perseverance and that brings glory to God that glorifies him, which is our purpose on this earth. Okay. Going back to verse 21, he was fully convinced that God is able to do whatever he promises. This is the same words. God is able that is in Hebrews 11 and it's right here in Romans four, again, just to emphasize it. And because of Abraham's faith, God counted him as righteous. And when God counted him as righteous, this is the really cool part. It wasn't just for Abraham's benefit. It was recorded for our benefit too, assuring us that God will also count us as righteous if we believe in him, the one who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead. He was handed over to die because of our sins, and he was raised to life to make us right with God. Ooh, this is good stuff. So because of Abraham's faith, because he believed in God and therefore was counted righteous, this Genesis 15, 6 verse brought back up again, we are able to have that same relationship with God. We're able to be saved by our faith in. Belief that Jesus was raised from the dead and he took the blame for our sins in doing so, so that we can be made right with God. This idea is mentioned in Genesis 22 18. It says, And through your descendants, all the nations of the earth will be blessed, all because you have obeyed me. Because Abraham was faithful, because he faithfully followed God, we are able to have Jesus come through the line of his descendants, because Isaac was this miracle child by God, by God's power that Abraham and Sarah were able to have. And through that, Jesus was eventually born in the line of David through Israel. And by his death, we have a bright relationship with God. And that is all because of Abraham, some guy faithfully following God. And you don't know the plans God has for you. Abraham just lived his life and lived it serving the Lord and look at what came of that. And that's a big message that we're going to get into next time when we talk about Ruth and how her faith was so simple and was so important in continuing this lineage like Abraham to Jesus. And because of their faith, we can have faith too in Jesus and have salvation. And that is so, so cool. Now, we're just going to wrap this up um, with a final verse from Hebrews eleven thirteen, 13. And it says, all these people, um, there's a list of different people in Hebrews 11, including Abraham. It says, all these people died, still believing what God had promised them. They did not receive what was promised, but they saw it all from a distance and welcomed it. And this is the same idea from two weeks ago, but just I want to say it again because it's so important that even if you're not seeing God fulfill your promises immediately, um, he still is working and you still got to put your faith in him. And when you have that confident hope in him, he'll be able to work through your life and those promises will come in his good timing. Abraham was told again and again that he would have many descendants that were innumerable and as many as the stars in the sky. But how is Abram going to see that many descendants? He's not. It's going to be beyond his lifetime. And the land, the promised land given to his descendants was not in his lifetime. But he loved the Lord and he followed the Lord and he had so much confidence in the Lord that he knew it would come. And that's how he lived his life. And like that, we won't be able to experience the promise of God's salvation to us until we have died and left this world. But you know that you are saved, and if you're not, that's a totally different conversation, and that's okay. And you can grow with God, and you can accept Jesus's gift to you that is given to everyone for eternal life. But you have confidence in God and his promises, his promises of salvation and redemption, that you live your life as a saved person. You live your life by the spirit that God has given you. You live your life knowing that the work you're doing is making a difference because it's what God is telling you to do. It's for his kingdom and it's going to bring glory to him on this earth. And that's what you're doing as God's child and when you're saved you have confidence in that and you live your life with confidence that God is able and that is having faith like Abraham and that is faithfully following and that is living by faith and I just wanted to share that with you guys today it gets me super excited because it's the essence of Christianity it's what we're doing as Christians that's all of it and I really encourage you once again to go back to Genesis 11 through 25 and read about Abraham and experience um, his life for yourself and get into the word but we're going to be talking about Ruth in two weeks and so if you also wanted to get into that book it is only four chapters it is very good it's one of my favorite books in the Bible and I'm excited to talk about faith like Ruth. But that was really all that I had for you guys today. I encourage you to pray about this, sit in this, maybe look back at Romans 4, Hebrews 11, some of the verses I said. But really just take a minute to pray and ask God how you can have this powerful, life-changing, moving mountains faith in your own life. Because you can have faith like Abraham when you put your confidence in God. So that was it. Thank you for joining me on this journey as we learn together how to faithfully follow God.